Please listen to God's word. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. For it is light that makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm reading this morning comes from Psalm 23. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of each of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, is often the first line that comes to mind when many of us think of Psalm 23. In our country, this psalm is often read at funerals, which is perhaps why that particular line stands out to us. When I was in elementary school at a private Christian school, 
we were often given the task in Bible class to copy down scripture from our Bibles, word for word, in our lined notebooks. And we were required to use a King James translation of the Bible, which, as pretty as it sounds, is not actually a great translation, linguistically or academically speaking, from the original languages. And it is an especially unfit translation for six-year-old children who are just learning how to read and write modern English as well. My dad, at the time an academically-minded Presbyterian minister, in case you were wondering where this pastor got that from, insisted on getting me a New King James translation, at least. But the language in the New King James is not far off from the original King James translation. And every time I think about passages that I had to copy into that little notebook as a child in elementary school, they come to me in the King James English. I think that's true for many people who grew up in the church or in a Christian school any time until around the 1980s. One of the problems with that particular translation is that it is such old and dramatic language that it can be confusing or distracting. I remember thinking as a little kid, why are we saying yay before walking into the valley of the shadow of death? That does not sound like an appropriate response before walking into such a scary place. And eventually I figured out what it meant, but it took a while. For those who grew up with it and have learned the special code of the yeas and the these and the thous, it's a rhythmic reminder of days gone by. But for those who haven't heard it before, it's weird, and it doesn't make much sense much of the time. The King James English is so flowery, and expressive that even when we are privy to the code, it misses much of the simple parochial poetry of the Hebrew that this psalm was written in. The life of a shepherd thousands of years ago was anything but flowery. It was not dramatic or glamorous. It was difficult, everyday work. It was simple and peaceful in many ways, but it was also often dangerous and always pretty stinky. Sheep look nice from a distance, but if you have ever spent time in close proximity to a sheep, or worse yet, a flock of sheep, you know that they are only pretty from a distance. One of my favorite authors, Douglas Adams, actually coined a comedic unit of distance called a shepi, which is a measure of distance equal to about seven-eighths of a mile, or 1.4 kilometers, defined as the closest distance at which sheep remain picturesque. It's called a shepi after the island of shepi, where... You guessed it, there are many, many sheep. And I promise you that shepherds, to take good care of their sheep, have to stay well within a shepi from their sheep. 
to protect them and to care from them. You cannot be a mile away from your picturesque sheep. David, the shepherd grown into king, who is credited with writing this particular psalm, wrote these simple words that were easy for the people around him to understand. Even those who had never been shepherds could relate to his analogy of the Lord's care because of his simple, relatable language. The simple language of this psalm is made even more powerful when we think about the fact that it is a shepherd who wrote it. He took his own job and he said, God does that for me. I might say, the Lord is my pastor. God provides me with spiritual care and nurture. He makes me think about my Bible in new ways, and he challenges me to engage in the world. My husband might say, the Lord is my software programmer. He wrote my very code, and he debugs me when I start to do the wrong things. My cousin could say, the Lord is my nurse. God heals me when I'm hurting and makes me to feel better when I am sick. My sister might say, the Lord is my teacher. He shows me what I need to know to survive in the world and helps me to learn and to grow each day. Perhaps you're retired or you just don't like your job. You could take a passion or a hobby and put that in this psalm. The Lord is my painter. God created every beautiful brushstroke of my being and made me a masterpiece. The Lord is my gardener. He planted me carefully and waters me so that I grow and blossom and bear fruit. God gets down in the dirt and the mud to care for me. The Lord is my running coach. Yea, though I run up that terrible hill into Oakland, I will finish the race. That last one might not be super relatable for everyone, but I'm thinking about getting it printed on a t-shirt for myself for May, but you get the idea. The powerful and relatable everyday metaphor in this psalm is exactly why, no matter which translation we prefer, this psalm is a favorite for many around the world. It's easy to picture the streams and the meadows and how God brings us through them. We can all relate to times in life in which we have felt like we are under the shadow of death. Part of the reason that I had Tim chant it with me this morning instead of a regular reading, aside from the fact that that's closer to how it would have originally been recited, and the fact that I just think chanting the Psalms is a beautiful, beautiful art form, it's that it helps to break us out of our regular patterns of how we listen to such a familiar part of Scripture. It forces us to listen to the words differently. 
Our brains process music in a different part than they process language and spoken word. While this psalm is often used at funerals in our culture, it is not just a psalm for the valley of the shadow of death. It is a psalm for the green meadows and for the still waters as well. It occurs in the lectionary six times, three times in this year alone. When we are walking in the valley of the shadow of death, it's easy to long for the still waters and the green meadows. But when we are walking beside still waters and resting in green meadows, it can be hard to remember who led us there. It's easy to take credit for our own hard work when the times are good and to only cry out to God in the hard times. We must remember that we cannot find the still waters or the green meadows on our own. The reason sheep must have a shepherd is because sheep are not very smart or resourceful. If left to their own devices, they will just keep grazing and grazing in one spot until the meadow is stripped bare. They will strip it of absolutely everything good and healthy. They have to have someone to lead them to new grass. They need someone to take them to the water. When we're in the green meadows, we have to remember that we did not lead ourselves there. And we have to remember that the green meadow is not our only or our final destination. We must keep moving, keep following our shepherd, lest we get stagnant and stuck. Things are always changing, and we must trust our shepherd to lead us through the valleys to the meadows and the streams. When we are in the meadows and the streams, we have to remember that we are not there to stay forever. And while this is primarily a psalm written by and for an individual, this is true of our lives as a flock of sheep as well. Churches get themselves into trouble when they refuse to be led by Jesus the Good Shepherd from one meadow to the next. Sometimes the meadow has been picked clear and the flock has to follow the shepherd to the next meadow. In many parts of the world, this is not a funeral psalm. That is not what comes to mind. In many parts of the world, this is more a political psalm. Shepherd was not just a literal job in the days that this psalm was written. It was also an analogy for leadership. This psalm is often used as a defiant way of saying to the powers of world and the culture, the Lord is my shepherd, not you. God is the one who leads me to still waters. God is the one who shows me where the food is. And yes, even when death is on the prowl, God is leading. Yes, even when my enemies are swarming all around me, God is leading and protecting. Surely, 
goodness and mercy will follow me, is better stated in English as God's steadfast love and mercy will stalk me and hunt me down till the end of my days. For all of its parochial, sheep-filled charm, this psalm is anything but tame. Where is God leading us as a congregation? God is still leading, even if we are determined to stay in the same old chewed-up meadow we remember from years ago. We just have to follow. We might have to go through a scary valley to get to the next meadow, but God doesn't desire us to stay in the same place for too long even if it's a comfy place, even if we remember when that particular meadow was lush and green, there is another meadow to be grazed. Where is God leading you as an individual? Because God is leading you, friends, even when you are in the scary valley, and especially when you're walking alongside still waters. We can't sit by the same water's edge forever without starving to death. So as we sing our next hymn, which is another musical setting of Psalm 23, listen carefully and with reflection to the powerful words of this anything but tame psalm and ask God where you and where we are being led. <laughs> 